Welcome to the Confessions of a Loveaholic podcast. Join me, your host, Emmy Hernandez, on a journey where we help women heal and find soulmate love to help rewire their brain and nervous system so healthy love is on the radar and it feels like home instead of heartbreak. Whether you've found your soulmate or your journey is just beginning, we'll explore the energy healing practices like meditation, yoga, and have straight talk about toxic addictions. You deserve safe love. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Welcome to Soy Violento So Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Di. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy Ali nos hablará de un caso que sucedió en España. Typically, children are the ones who are damaged the most during and after a divorce, especially if the process of the separation is messy and the parents do not get along or can't co-parent. With that said, children should not pay for their parents' decisions and lose their life because of the feelings the parents have for one another. This is a tragic case of Olivia, a six-year-old who was stuck in between her parents' separation and who lost her life because one of her parents could not handle losing custody. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. ¿Os imagináis lo que es perder una? Después de luchar cinco años por conseguir la custodia, me la entregaron el viernes. Ella estaba provisionalmente aquí. Y volví a casa. No os imagináis. No os imagináis el dolor inmenso que es esto, de verdad. Siete años. Esto no va ni de hombres ni de mujeres. Esto va de que no pueden hacer esto un niño. Es un niño, por Dios. Olivia nació en marzo del 2016. Sus padres, Eugenio y Noemí, se divorciaron cuando Olivia no tenía ni sus dos años. Tras la separación, a Eugenio le dieron el derecho de visitas programadas con Olivia that occurred every other weekend. Esta separación 
was very messy. It became a battle for custody to the point where Noemi denunció a su ex esposo por maltratos. Oh, wow. Listen to this. Noemi denunció a Eugenio 28 veces en cuatro años. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. De acuerdo al noticiero El Comercio, las denuncias range from physical and emotional abuse, agresiones a Olivia, sexual abuse towards Olivia, y por quebrar las reglas de las visitas. Oh, wow, that's a lot. It is. But I, I mean, I already, I feel like I'm not even going to like this case because I mean, it's, uh, I mean, 28 times? That's mm -hmm. scary. That's it scary. is. No, it is. Noemi también reportó a los familiares de Eugenio que estaban presentes cuando Olivia iba a visitar a su papá. Se dice que la abuela de Olivia tenía miedo de bañar a su nieta porque no quería que algo alarmara a Noemi en la forma equivocada. Oh, wow. Okay. Ni la quería sacar a jugar porque si Olivia llegaba con una marca o un raspón, un moretón, Noemi los acusaba. So what they're saying is that she would make these denuncias for any little thing. Mm. So they got to the point where they were so afraid of even like si se pegaba la niña, se topaba con algo that Noemi was going to make a bigger deal than what it should be and start making these, fal these false accusations. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it has to do mostly like, because the way that I'm seeing it, it's like, oh, the dad was being abusive. But now with like the parents talking about it, it almost seems like it was taken out of context in a way. See, that's what I was thinking. Because when I saw that like 28 denuncias, I was like, wow, like, what was this dad doing? Right? You yeah. right away you think like this mom was doing whatever she could to protect her child. Yeah. But then, right? But then as things started coming out when the when the crime happened, now you're noticing like these that were that it lies. wasn't Yeah, that it wasn't so much False that accusations. Yeah, that it wasn't like that the dad was actually doing these things. It's more like the mom was just hyper exaggerating the actual things that were happening to her child yeah that's that's mm -hmm. crazy i'm assuming after every denuncia you know because it was 28 times i mean obviously when a parent makes an accusation you want especially when it has to do with a child you want to make yeah. sure that this is not going on and if it is then you have to make you know take the next step yeah right? like to so make like uh, how can I say it? To make to take the pr proper precautions to like take over this case and not just kind of go by what she, he said, she said kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. So I'm assuming after every denuncia, accusation, las autoridades tenían que investigar. Mm -hmm. Y al final de todo esto, Eugenio was not found guilty. So. Uh -huh. Based, yeah, based on the verdict, I'm guessing that there was no proof to her reports because after 28 denuncias, if they had found any proof, then Eugenio would have been arrested. 
Yeah, or the child would have like taken into like no visitation rights, no Exactly, le quitan todo al papá, like no, you have no rights with your daughter, toda la custodia sea con la mamá. Like especially, cannot... especially after those 28 exactly. accusations for the yeah, past four years, you would have assumed that by like the first year, all of his rights would have been taken away. Exactly. Exactly. But it starts making a little bit more sense. But they found no proof. Se dice que la mamá hizo es, quiso hacer esto para alejar a Olivia de su padre. And if that's true, then that's fucked up. It is. You can't lie about things like this. It, it makes it. It starts to put this like damper into your credibility as a parent, but also into other possible dangers. You know, it's like the like it's crying wolf. Like, oh, my kid is being you know sexually harassed. My kid is being sexually abused. It's starts coming to the point where like even the police officers aren't going to start believing you when you when you say these kind of things and most importantly it, it hurts other people as well because it's mm -hmm. it's not only your child it's it's the whole well remember this case of a mom that you know lied about her kid well then how do we know you're not lying so it's like it just doesn't hurt you it hurts the society because it, it, you're you're lying in just because you don't like the outcome of the the the, the child like the the separate divorce agreement and yeah. when it comes to your child yeah, you can't falsely accuse someone no people can get in, people get incarcerated incarcerated yeah with people go to jail for like best. yeah for false accusations and they spend their whole life in jail it, it's tragic for like Because a woman lied. Y nada más para... For what? Para que se alejara de su niña? Like, that's not okay. Like, I understand if the allegations and accusations were true. And if they're true. Like, if they were true, then yes. Please do whatever they can. Um, but they didn't find any proof. Yeah. That the dad or the family of the dad was doing anything like this to Olivia. De acuerdo a este mismo expediente, a finales del año pasado... Noemí decidió llevarse a Olivia a Gijón, que es una ciudad y municipio en España, sin el consentimiento de un juez y sin el consentimiento del padre. Ya isn't que el it, padre vivía en Segovia. Isn't that considered kidnapping? Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, nobody's looking at our faces right now, but Ali is basically <laughs> saying, like, mm, 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 you're yeah. getting ahead of yourself, sweetheart. <laughs> well, a, al parecer, Noemi hizo esto porque ella no quería que se compartiera la custodia de Olivia. Y para ella, entre más lejos estaban, entonces sería menos la interacción. Pero las cosas no funcionan así. They don't. You can't do that. You can't. It's against especially, the law. Yeah. When the court, especially when the court is involved. Yeah. Wow. You can't just do that. No. I mean, at least, like, in the States, I know that, like, you have to go through this whole process when, like, moving with your child and, and you have, like, custody of it. Like, mm -hmm. you, you need, like, a court authorization, like, even to travel. Exactly. And if not, you're, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and if, if you don't have that, like, it's considered kidnapping. Exactly. And they don't give you the right to, like, take your kid. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like, the court, the parent needs to, you know, be in agreement. Um, 
I know there's cases, I don't know, like, in detail, lo que el documento de ellos decía, but mm. I know, like, even, like, if in some cases, if the parent decides to move, you know, that they're going to move to another city, there's, like, even, like, how many miles or, like, where can they move um, in order to be close to the other parent? So yeah. she took her, like, she's like, I don't care about the law. I'm going to take my kid. I'm wow. going to take her. Yeah, ella tuvo que regresar a Segovia con Olivia because of all of this. Una vecina de Eugenio y la familia dijo que la niña no apareció en la escuela. Mm -hmm. right? Y Eugenio fue cuando puso la denuncia de su desaparición. Mm -hmm. um, because he wasn't warned, the mom didn't say, hey, I'm gonna go to Gijón con la niña. De la noche a la mañana, dice la vecina, the little girl didn't go to school, y el papá pues puso la denuncia. Yeah. La vecina dijo que si Eugenio hubiera hecho esto, él se hubiera ido a la cárcel. Yeah? That's what the vecina thinks. Because oh, yeah. she feels like, ella siente que Noemí hacía todo esto porque le daba la gana. Ella no perdía ni ganaba los juicios, entonces seguía con su comportamiento porque sentía que estaba respaldada. Yeah. Que she's saying, mom took her to Gijón, se la llevó sin el consentimiento del juez ni el padre. Yeah. Y regresa, le dicen que regresa a Segovia y she doesn't get a consequence. But if it would have been the father yeah, who around. does yeah. this, he probably would have yeah. gone straight to jail. Yeah. That's what the yeah. vecina is saying. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, because... Uh, so sad, like the difference between yeah. father and mother. Like the the uh, the law benefits the mother more than it does a father. Which is kind of like very sexist because what if exactly. the mother has a very toxic behavior, toxic mm -hmm. um, traits, and like, yeah, you're believing the mom, you're not even like checking up on the mom, seeing if the mom is the one that's doing all these things. But yet... It, you believe the mother because it's it has to be the father like this is kind of like where the whole double standards applies because as much as the mother like you want to believe the mother because the mother is you know it usually is the one that's right yeah nurturing yeah. side yeah most men don't get that kind of uh, privilege because they are believed to be less connected and less emotional. They're less... not believed to be nurturers. Women yeah, are in nature. Well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. It's that thought. They have yeah. that thought of like what a mom is and what a dad is. Yeah. Which is BS. Yeah. It's the double standard. Yeah. This episode of Sovi Lentosomacavra podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving the community since 1965. All of us have stopped by McDonald's after a party or a concert, or even to have breakfast with our family. And at one point or another, a crew member has found a way to make us feel special. Personally, I remember stopping by our local McDonald's on our way to the reception to my quinceanera. The crew members made me feel so special and welcoming on my very special day. It was definitely the highlight of my day because it was just a group of teenagers enjoying a McDonald's meal, riding in a big limo and making memories. As a child, my family and I will go to our local McDonald's 
and bump into this sweet crew member who was very attentive at every visit. And from all of us at Sobiamento Semacabra Podcast, we would like to say thank you to all the McDonald's crew members for creating long-lasting memories and being part of the community. So make sure you stop by your local McDonald's. Mm-mm-mm. I'm loving it. In agosto de este año, en 2022, Noemi volvió a hacer lo mismo. Se volvió a llevar a Olivia a Gijón por causas de trabajo. Todo este tiempo, Eugenio estuvo pidiendo custodia compartida. Me imagino que él hacía esto porque no quería alejar a Olivia de su madre. Pero a Eugenio se le empezó a hacer difícil cuando Noemí y Olivia regresaron a Gijón, ya que, from what I saw, entre Gijón y Segovia, son 440 kilómetros de diferencia, which is 273 miles. Yeah, so, so it's like a couple of hours. Yes, like depending on how you're driving, it can be close to a four-hour drive. Yeah. So that's what the dad had to drive every other weekend to go um, pick up his daughter. Yeah, so it's like from our from where we live in California to Vegas, basically. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, Noemi a veces no seguía las reglas de las visitas porque cuando Eugenio iba en camino a recoger a la niña, ella le decía que le daría a Olivia hasta el próximo día. What? So Why? he would drive those four hours. Uh, they didn't say the excuse, but they, he did make some denuncias de esto. Like he did, la yeah. denunció que ella no estaba, she wasn't following. She was following. in a blind by the law, yeah. Exactly. The obligations, um, yeah. So, a veces Eugenio se tenía que quedar dormido en su carro, esperando para el próximo día para poder ver a su niña. That's so tragic. Because it's like a father that wants to be present for his daughter. Like there has, there's a lot of children out there that are fatherless because the father doesn't want to be involved, doesn't want to take care of their kid, and this dad is going above and beyond to be mm -hmm. a part of the kid's life. And the mom's yeah. like, "I don't want you to be." It's like, it's it, it's fucked up. It's sad. Mm -hmm. Eugenio decide pelear for full custody. Ya no era para compartir. Yeah. He was asking for the everything. El día 28 de octubre de este año, which is like five, six days ago, recently, this was last week, oh, no. Eugenio le dieron la custodia completa de Olivia. Wow. Oh, yes. wow. Y a Noemi se le iba a dar el derecho de visitas los fines de semana y días festivos. So the role switched. Yeah. Wow. You can imagine how the dad felt I'm when he I'm sure he this. was so happy to, to finally have his daughter. Wow. He has been fighting almost five years to spend some time with his daughter, and now he was going to have her full custody. Yeah. Eugenio iba a recoger a Olivia el martes, que sería el primero de noviembre. Pero desafortunadamente esto no ocurrió. A Eugenio le duró poco la felicidad, ya que nunca pudo ver a su niña ya con vida. Oh, no. 
this is where it can get a little confusing because different outlets were reporting, different media outlets were reporting different things. En unos reportes se dice que el hermano de Noemi, quien vive, él, él vive en Segovia, llamó a las autoridades ya que llevaba horas sin escuchar de Noemí y de Olivia. En otros reportajes se dice que Noemí le había mandado un mensaje a su hermano con el contexto de que ella haría lo que fuera para que Olivia no viviera con su padre. Con este mensaje se logra entender que si Olivia no iba a estar con ella, entonces no iba a estar con nadie. No estoy segura si el mensaje fue enviado primero o después, pero el caso es que el hermano, thank God for this brother, llamó a las autoridades ya que estaba preocupado. Of course. That's because there's family that would rather cover for their, mm -hmm. their, their own blood than to yeah. provide like alliance with the police and, and help a child out. So I I'm grateful for this man for, for being able to like push her, his family aside and try to save Olivia from his sister. Yeah. Cuando las autoridades entraron al hogar donde se estaban quedando Olivia y Noemi, en el barrio Gijones del Llano, encontraron a la mamá en la cama con el cuerpo de su hija al lado. Oh my God. Noemi confesó que ella le había puesto barbiturates, que se dice en español barbitúricos, que son tranquilizers. It's a, yeah, it's medication, it's a tranquilizer. Yeah, to like, I guess, like, to like, kind of slow down the heartbeat and like. For like anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, it's prescribed for like anxiety. Ella le puso the barbiturates en un vaso de leche a Olivia. Y al parecer, ella también había tomado unas pastillas, pero no lo suficiente. To overdose her mind. Yeah. Se reportó que Olivia ya llevaba horas muerta. Oh, no. Noemi fue llevada al hospital porque le había dicho a las autoridades que ella también se había, se había tomado las pastillas. Y después de horas de, de ser internada, ella fue llevada a la comisaría. Un reporte dice que desde el día que la encontraron, Noemí no enseñó remordimiento. Oh my God. Type of mother. That's not even a mother. I can't it's even not. say she's a mother. She's not. Because at this point, it's not the fact that she that she uh, did this. Um, this brutal murder because of something like a defense or something she's doing it for her own selfish need you know she's she's thinking about herself and what happened to her not thinking about the well-being of her child as a mother you're gonna do everything in your power so your child is safe is happy and is living a prosperous life but for her her ego and her narcissism took over and if it wasn't because she wanted to have it her way she wanted it to be her way or the highway basically so it's like if she can't keep her child she's gonna kill her child just because she wants to not because of anything else 
It's completely tragic. It is. And does this remind you of another case that I covered last year? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Del caso de que también pasó en España. Yeah. El caso de Olivia y Ana Zimmerman. Yes. Con Tomás Jimeno, que mató, bueno... Encontraron un cuerpo de una de sus hijas, el otro cuerpo no, 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 lo, han, no lo han encontrado, pero él cometió este crimen porque él no pudo yeah. superar la separación de su ex esposa. Yeah. Because she, she, she was. fact that she was moving on. Exactly. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm gonna hurt, like, I'm gonna hit her where it hurts. Yeah. Y decide hacerle este, esto a sus hijas. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. She she didn't like the outcome of her divorce. She didn't like the outcome that he was obsessed with being, not obsessed, but being a good father and trying to be there for her, her child. I mean, his child. She didn't like that. She didn't like, uh, I'm sure she didn't like the fact that he was fighting for her and doing everything he can for her, you know. And she wanted to hit him where it hurts, which is yeah. his child. It's so fucked up. It so is. Las autoridades dijeron lo siguiente al noticiero de El Comercio. Noemí se presenta con, quote, una actitud fría y distante, sin exteriorizar sentimientos de aflicción ni de culpa por arrebatar la vida a su única hija. I swear. These people have no remorse for no. their own blood. It's her own child. How can you even think of doing that to your own child? Mm -mm. Se reporta que Noemi estaba yendo a tratamiento psiquiátrico y por eso tenía acceso a las pastillas, okay. ya que fueron prescribed to her. Yeah. Por ahorita están esperando los informes toxicológicos de Olivia para determinar cuántos tranquilizantes se le dieron a este angelito. Because this just happened. Just recently, week. yeah. Just recently. Yeah. They just had the funeral yesterday. Well, on the 1st of November. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And I'm imagining as this continues to go unfold, on and yeah. unfold yeah there's gonna be a lot more information that we'll make sure to give an update to post on that. it yeah, yeah to give an update on it uh noemi se le dio una orden de prisión provisional una prisión preventiva que significa que estará detenida hasta el día del juicio y sin fianza that's great i hope they hit so her with, just, with like the law because Right? I swear, most of these cases, like a fucking slap on the wrist kind of thing. And see, that's the thing. That's another thing. Um, because of the, like you are like you were saying, the perspective, this idea that people have that women don't kill, that mothers don't kill, that it's fathers that kill. It, it's, she should be given a sentencia the same as they would give a father. Yeah. No de decir, oh, porque es mujer. No, it's like, she committed this crime. She should be false given accusations, a False accusations, false accusations, 
false um uh that she false accusations false threats the kidnapping the kidnapping the the not properly you know giving it like the the whole custody of the child they should put that all into perspective and not just the murder because all of these things lead it led up to the murder you know she was doing one thing to avoid any sort of contact she did another thing to avoid any sort of contact and i hope that they realize that all these accusations that she did towards the father were actually false and and they need to put that she was lying she was lying about all these things just to push her daughter away from him because you probably really didn't like the fact that you know the divorce happened esta pobre niña no tenía la culpa she didn't nada nada de culpa y fue la que pagó it's so fucking sad it is este es un dolor que si el propósito de Noemi era pegarle donde al papá le duela, duela más, she did it. Yeah. If that was her purpose, she, she did it. Yeah. Este es un dolor terrible. I cannot imagine what this father is feeling. Especially after winning custody over his daughter. Yeah. It's pues like... tanto el coraje o la, la dignidad de esta mujer... Que su única opción fue hacerle daño a su hija? Like, makes no sense. These cases are never gonna make sense, especially the ones where parents kill their children, they're never gonna make sense. So, okay, so I have a quick question. Do you mm -hmm. think that there was any sort of narcissistic traits behind her? Because you know how in the Zimmerman case, the father was displaying narcissistic behaviors? I really do hope they do some sort of evaluation on her because all I'm of this just, I, it just seems like it's, especially since she didn't have any remorse, it almost feels like she did it out of her, like her own, like, how can I say it? Like, it's a very narcissistic way of, of putting everything into perspective. Like, it wasn't even about the child. It was about her, mm -hmm. about how she felt and projecting her anger um by hurting the father in, in not physically but like kind of like emotionally in a way I there's something there uh, yeah um, i'm hoping they do i mean obviously have to do a psychological evaluation because a parent who is in their five senses um wouldn't do this to their own kid exactly you know even a parent who even a parent who has anxiety or like depression, right? They they wouldn't yeah. do this to their child. There's other disorders. There has to be something else going on with this woman in order for her to say, I am gonna do this. Maybe there so. was some depression, yeah. there's some anxiety, but that is not enough to push her to be like, I'm gonna kill my child. Apparently, she did have something because she was taking barbiturates. Mm -hmm. So there's something there. But yeah, if she did have anxiety or depression, that wasn't what caused her to do this. No, there's something else. Yeah, because like as a person with depression and anxiety, I could tell you this much. I would never if I ever had a child, I would no, never exactly. ever, no. ever mm -mm. in a million years feel like I would need to 
murder my child. No. Exactly. In order to get back at my partner or ex-partner. It's like, no. Like, if anything, the only thing you want for your child is for their happiness, for their joy. Exactly. For them to live a full life. So there has to be something in, in her psychological profile to show that she had something going on in her mind in order for her to to do this this kind of act yeah a Olivia se le han hecho homenajes y minutos de silencio para recordarla su funeral fue, sucedió esta semana donde se llenó de familia de vecinos y gente de la comunidad de Torre Caballeros que están apoyando a Eugenio y a la familia. A Olivia le habían dado el apodo La Pirata and she was loved by so many. Nadie pensó que Noemí iba a hacer algo así. There were no red flags. Nadie se lo estaba esperando. La, la violencia no tiene género. Mothers and kill their children. It is not something that it's only the fathers that are doing this. No tiene género la violencia. I'm hoping that Olivia gets justice because this poor baby did not, no, she did not deserve this. Sentimos mucho la pérdida de Olivia. Y este fue el caso de esta semana. Um, cuando tengamos más información sobre este caso, eh, les vamos a hacer updates. Um, síguenos en TikTok and on Twitter and on Facebook and um, on Instagram to, to get the latest updates. We usually do little small clips on updates that um, on our cases or, or any convictions or any news. So please follow us there. Um, Also, if you have any thoughts, any opinions on this case, we have a little um, box, a uh, question box on our Spotify. Um, what? Sorry. A poll. We have a poll. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have, we have a poll and a question on our Spotify. If you want to answer any of those questions, you can go ahead. We read them all. We read all the questions. We pin them on the Spotify so other people can read it. Um, thank you so much for uh, everyone that's done that so far. We really appreciate it. Um, also, you could, you know, leave comments on our Instagram or on our Twitter, on our Facebook, anywhere. We read all of them. Uh, we really, really love to open up the conversation to you guys because I know that you guys have also have like some input into these cases and, and you know, we'd like to talk to you guys. So uh, talk to us through there. Um, also, we would like to um, have you guys follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok. You can follow us at, at SVSM underscore podcast, or you could search for us on Facebook as Macabro Podcast. Um, you could also find the rest of our episodes on Apple, on Spotify, on Spotify, and um, recently on Amazon Music because they have their own little podcast section now. Um, you could also find us on Google Podcasts and all of those good places. Um, but yeah, uh, if you would like to hear any other cases, uh, leave us a comment. Um, let us know. Uh, we usually take any suggestions. I know that there are so many cases out there and, and some that you guys are interested in. So let us know. We, we really appreciate it. 
Yes, thank you again for all the support. Yeah. And um, please like, share all uh, our episodes, any episode that you enjoy. Um, we really appreciate it. Tag us on on Instagram. We like to see those too. We share them all the time. You know, we love sharing you guys because you guys are like our little community and, and we like to have conversation with you guys. We love it. So yeah, uh, just yeah. continue to share these stories again because these stories need to be heard. Exactly. So so please um, talk to us. <laughs> we, we love hearing you guys. Um, and yeah. Uh, what else? I think that's about I think it, that's right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So right. uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yes, have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, definitely. And um, I'm still sad that spooky season is over, but okay. It's not <laughs> over for you. It's not over. It never is, is it? Um, so yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Stay spooky. Always. Always. <laughs>